My name is Dr. Nate Shannock. And my name is Merrick Egbert. This is the official podcast of the Elsa Autism Foundation for Autism. We call our podcast this because it's a play on our foundation's name, and Merrick and I are both terrible golfers. But we love how golf has become such a transformative tool to helping people with autism. When I'm not on the podcast, I'm part of our growing research team. And when I'm not part of the podcast, I'm a communications specialist. So I'm in the gas of each department like glue. Well, actually, um, for once, I can say that I'm not an administrative assistant. I am a communication specialist, part of our marketing team. And one of my roles is to basically communicate to the whole entire world what our strategy is and what our uh, what our theming is and how we do things very, very well at educating the world. So... Off with the filling in gas of each department like glue, on with the communicating the world, well, communicating to the world of our promise as a foundation. I'll put that on there uh, right as I do the next script. I am also horse autistic still. This is our forty. This is our thirty-fourth, thirty-fourth um, episode of the podcast. We animated our lives with special guest Danny Bowman, speaker at the twenty twenty-three recreation conference and animation founder. So make sure to stay tuned for their interviews on part A of the podcast. Also on part A is our foundation news and updates, where you will learn more about what we have been doing as a foundation, what we are doing, and what we will be doing. What we hope to do is to present news and updates about our foundation, interviews and future stories that play a big role with us and with the community as a whole. Speaking of which, for Part B, listeners will get to hear our Today in the World of Autism segment, where we pause the news and current events reflective of the world we live in today. Also check our show notes for websites, resources, and other groovy things we'd like to have on the written record for all of you for autism fans. But first, here are some news and updates about the foundation. So, tune in to episode 33 to listen to our interviews with Golf Trust co-founder Kaimanai Davis and the final board member of 2022, the musical James A. Williams. They talk about the universal experience by helping those with autism or forging a talent with autism. While we may be as near or as far from one another, we all have the same wants and needs. Make sure to also listen to the rest of the program to get an idea of what we are of what we were doing as a foundation. During that time and learn something new about the autism community for our today in the world of autism segment. To help promote the 2023 recreation conference, I will put pen to paper about healthy living and my well-being as an example to others. To look at other articles we have written in the past, you can check the latest news archive as at what I will uh, proceed with um, as the show notes uh, grants me. Okay, the OPP programs. 
I think that not many people know this, but our redefinition of sports therapy programs are able to be exported to the world. These are our official program providers, or OPPs. Through golf, tennis, and fitness, we have designed curriculums to fit our best practices so that no individual fault ASD is left behind. It's also important in finding others' interests and also tackling the obesity epidemic. Ernie L's Game on Autism Golf, our flagship program. While we have our program on our campus and we serve it up during our Golf Challenge Series, our ambassadors are also key to our success as a foundation. Once you have an account on the Ledbetter app and you pick the L's for Autism course, all it takes for one to proceed is to have an interview and get credentials. Ernie L's Game on Autism Tennis. To become a tennis ambassador, first you must watch the Ernie L's Game on Autism Tennis playlist and then get the interview and get credentials. And lastly, Ernie L's Game on Autism Fitness, the newest program in our lineup. We hosted our pilot program this past fall, which was a success. The gist of it is the incorporation of, tradi of traditional fitness equipment, as well as music, dance, and video games as a means of motivating students and fitness activities. Cardio strength and flexibility will be emphasized through these exercises. The manual will be done soon. For all these OPP programs, make sure to contact Greg Connors at uh, his email address or call him at his number. Okay, on March the 23rd and the 24th, we will be having our next conference, the Recreating Recreation Conference. We'll have speakers presenting all the wonderful things that can be done and having a recreational conference, and we will have our 5K Roots and Ruts this year during the conference. For registration and to learn more, go to what will be linked in our show notes. We have a robust telehealth program, but something that is truly important is to teach our practices to the world. Goals Global Outreach Autism Learning Services is just that. We take in a family or we do it virtually, who needs our help, and we take as much time as possible to establish knowledge from our suite of experts. We will be ready to provide. And of course, for more information, I'll uh, send it to the show notes. Okay, and we will be seeing you <coughs> on the flip side. So our interview today is of Danny Bowman. Danny Bowman founded her company, Danimation Entertainment, at age 11. She has worked professionally in the animation industry since 14. Bowman has premiered 11 award-winning animated short films at San Diego Comic-Con each year for the past 10 years. Her shorts feature the voices of Joe Montaigne, Tom Kenny, SpongeBob, June Foray, Debbie Derryberry, and Stella Ritter, in addition to other voice actors on the autism spectrum. Knowing the special talents of people with autism, Danny employs others on the spectrum at Danimation Entertainment as musicians, artists, and voice actors. Danny utilizes her six passions of autism advocacy, public speaking, animation, illustration, and fine and visual arts and teaching animation to show young adults on the spectrum and with other disabilities that anything is possible and inspire them to leverage their unique ability. Danny's team of students won the Easter Seals Disability Film Challenge for Best Director in 2021. And now on to you, Nate. And welcome to the show, Danny. All right. Thank you so much, Merrick and um, Nate. I'm so honored and grateful to be part of your show. 
Yes, welcome, Danny. We're thrilled to have you on. And I know I speak for both of us when I say that we're big fans of your work. I thank you so much. So, of course. So, first of all, you're an incredible mentor and teacher to many individuals that are hoping to master their craft. When you were starting out in animation, where did you draw inspiration from? And did you have mentors along the way that helped you get to where you are today? All right. So when I was around nine or 10 years old, I drew inspiration to become an animator from watching many behind the scenes of how animation was made from films like The Land Before Time, Pokemon, Finding Nemo, Bionicle Mask of Light, and so on. I was amazed of how they could make drawings look like they are coming to life. That really that really motivated and inspired me to learn how to do these projects for myself. In elementary school, I first started doing little comics that looked like little storyboards during my free time. And yes, I did have mentors when I was starting out and along the way. After I started my company, Denimation, when in 2009, I met Joey Travolta, the head of Inclusion Films, who was the first to believe in me and gave me a chance to show how to animate the opening and closing sequences to his students with autism. And so my journey of helping students with autism learn to how to animate began. Other mentors I had were people that I believe that believed in me like Dory Littell Herrick, who was the former chair of the animation program at Woodbury University, and also Dr. Santina Damod, who was the chair of the MBA program at Woodbury University, who taught me the important aspects of, of leadership. Well, thank you, Danny. It's wonderful that you give back to community so much and that you take time out of your busy schedule to help others. So I was, we we're also wondering what were your thoughts when you were first approached to be on the show Love on the Spectrum and how did being on that show change your life as well as your perspectives on dating? I was so excited to be approached by the executive producer of Love on the Spectrum because I always had a hard time finding time to go on a date because I am always so busy running my company. It gave me a chance to actually find love. It gave me a better perspective on dating, especially setting up boundaries, something I didn't really think about before because everyone I dated in the past, I already knew. Going on a blind date was indeed new to me. And um, also, most important thing to also to keep in mind, excuse the awkward pause, that going on a blind date was blind to me because I need to know when and when to express my love. I just need to get to know the person first before I express my love, express my feelings out loud or say that I'm in love with them. I only say that during later dates. I know when my biggest advice for um, anyone that would like to go on dates, it's always important to get to know the person first before you um, before you actually express your feelings out loud. You don't do that. And I don't do that until my third or fourth date. That's what I've learned and set my boundaries from the very beginning, because the last date I had was um, never mind. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, it certainly sounds like a valuable learning experience. And I know it was an entertaining show for for millions of people. So um, that's really cool to hear your perspective on it. Love is is complicated to say the least. It's it may not be rocket science, but it's brain science. <laughs> so last of all, what advice would you give on finding love? And do you have any upcoming projects that you're especially interested in and you want to talk to our listeners more about? So my advice for anyone finding love is um, that you just have to, when you get to know the person, absolutely get to know the person first, especially when you are going on your first date and um, ask them so many questions about what they do as you're getting to know the person. And then as long as the person seems, no matter how attractive the date, no matter how attractive your date is, and as you get to know, and then you will express your feelings out loud during your third or fourth date. And also, most importantly, set your boundaries from very beginning. And most importantly, it takes a lot of patience. It takes a lot of patience. Any upcoming projects that I would like to tell my our listeners about? Well, well, I've got a couple of well, I've got a couple of um and upcoming um conferences I'm going to like for example, I'm going to Edmonton, Canada to be speaking about my uh, my autism my journey as a person with autism. Then I have the Festival of Human Abilities. And also the fun news, I have to tell you, that um, Love in the Spectrum U.S. Season 2 has been renewed. So um, let me ask you uh, the, a few of the questions that I have, because I'm very, very enthusiastic about reading your life story and everything like that. Um, so uh, the first question that I have here which is, uh, Danny, in reading your bio, you have a major focus on teaching your passion animation to youth. Can you expand on how you do this and some of the challenges you face on teaching animation? Well, it really depends on the, um, the program. Like, for example, like a one-week animation workshop and one-on-one -on -one sessions that I teach at Danimation. During the one, what I do is that I examine the student's ability I examine the student's art and abilities based upon their art level, their art skills, or anything that is um, capable, which type of animation field. So basically what I do at one-week workshops is to teach them the important aspects of the animation pipeline from concept to completion and how everything is done. So what I do at one-week workshops once I is teaching them not only the importance of the pipeline, but also about what is it like creating a short animated short film from concept to completion? And each student are given the assignment to create a short film within a week, 15 to 20 seconds of animation. But for the um the one-on-one -on -one sessions, what I do is I look at the students some talent and and all the um the art that they have done and how they're capable of. So what I do is I look at their what they're capable of and look at their strength and see what I can teach them. I depend I teach students. I customize my teaching lessons depending on the student's strength and ability in during my one-on-one -on -one sessions. Whereas the one-week sessions, they're just more generalized, talking about the animation aspects. But some of the challenges 
though some of the challenges I have is really depends on the student. If I get a student that is really struggling and doesn't have cognitive focus, then I have to like slow down my explanation a little bit because explaining the, the lesson is really hard because I tend to go in a really fast pace. So therefore, again, I have to remain very patient with the student by slowing down my instructions and keeping my instructions is simple enough for the student to understand. Okay, and last question. We are very excited to have you as a keynote speaker at the Recreating Recreation Conference on March 23 and 24. What are some of the main takeaways from your presentation for the audience? So what are, my, uh, so what are the main takeaways from, from my presentation to the audience? So the big takeaways I have is, is that how can, a, how can a person on the autism spectrum can turn their passion, can turn their passion, whether it's animation or arts into their career, tool for their career? So most importantly, is it okay to ask for help because nobody does everything alone. I get help from, I get help from my family and friends to help me, um, help me get Dandymation Entertainment started and the mentors that believed in me. Plus, um, for the most important thing is I have to get out of my comfort zone because nobody's going to do everything for me. It is a crutch. And also the most, another lesson is uh, you have to do is that everybody fails one point or another. It's okay. Nobody, nothing is going to be perfect. Nothing is going to be very perfect. Perseverance is the key to move on. When you fail, try and try, try again, no matter how dreadful the failure may be. And most importantly, what I do is I take advantage of many networking opportunities, like going to autism conferences or at animation conventions to expand my horizons of who's going to help me. It's all about the importance of networking. Anything is possible. If I can do it, so can you. And that's, uh, those are some really, really good lessons for, you know, our audience and for the, the audience who is going to listen to you speak. So I, I am really, really excited to, uh, to see the speech as, as you present it. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm so excited about the, um, the L's for Autism Conference this upcoming March. I could fly so high, oh, like a butterfly. I fly into the air so high, oh, like a butterfly. A moth is a butterfly without any colors, but what's beautiful is what's inside. Maybe a moth is just a butterfly trying to hide. Well, I'm just a caterpillar crawling around. Knowledge in my head, but my feet on the ground. Soon I'll be like an angel in the sky, like a butterfly. I wish that I could fly so high, oh, like a butterfly. I fly into the air so high, oh, like a butterfly. Like a bird, I was meant to soar. I will fly 
through the sunlight And even with a pause You can't stop me when I get a hold of the wind In the future your eyes will light up To think that I was once a poor caterpillar We'll grow up and take to the sky Like a flock of butterflies I wish I could fly so high Oh, like a butterfly Oh, 